0: Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Coast to Coast Combat Hour. I'm your host, Matthew Hawkins, and as always I'm joined by my co host Ed Carbajal. Ed, what is going uh, on?
1: Nothing much. Apologies, folks, to the folks that tune in and like to listen in live. We didn't go yesterday. I was having uh we had a storm out here in the northeast. And I was messing with my connectivity and I didn't want to risk starting something that we couldn't finish. So I said uh to Matt, uh let's just um uh, let's just move it to 2023 time slot on Wednesday night and record, which I feel like before pay UFC pay-per-view pre pick weekend is always better. Um, you know, if we do it the closest to to weigh-ins, especially when I'm going. Yeah. Especially when you're going. And, uh, I mean, we, we already lost a fight. So, (laughs) (laughs) so like, like we may, we may lose more. There might be other shenanigans happening. Today was media day, which I saw, uh, There is a couple of funny things that I saw come up, um, you know, with uh, as far as Henry Cejudo and the coach change and stuff like that, but we'll get into that. Oh, Antoine is back. What's up, Antoine? What's up, boys? Let's get a pay-per-view weekend and NBA All-Star Weekend.
0: Absolutely. Got the, uh, got the Lakers, uh, hoodie on tonight. Uh, So getting ready. They got a game with Utah here in about, uh, 30 minutes. So, uh, that'll be catching up with that after the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So UFC 298 fight week. Um, you mentioned we lost a fight yesterday, early prelim, nothing to be too disturbed about, but, uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) unfortunately with my history, going back to UFC 33, uh, and the main event being changed, uh I, I tend to hit a lot of those. So um, hopefully the that's one, not. The, th- what's the one that, that was that was supposed ball? to be that was supposed to be Tito and oh, which one recently. I don't know. The first one was supposed yeah. to be Tito and uh, Vitor. And then it turned into Tito and Matashenko, as you can but see the on the poster is, right there. Know,
1: when we started this podcast, or, or, or at least, we were definitely friends. It was the International Fight Week that Amanda Nunes got the sinus infection. I forget what you meant. That oh, month. it was. <laughs> uh
0: Yeah, well, it was that one. I mean, that was UFC 213, 213, I think, 214, right in that range. Uh, Something like that, yeah. It was something like that uh, because coming off 209, I lost Khabib and Ferguson. So I remember it being shortly thereafter uh, for that one. But, um, but yeah, uh, the good news. The good news is that in the modern era of where we're at with fights, this UFC main card is really, really good. Mm. So if, if we lost one, there is a couple good prelims that could fill in the mm-hmm. spots. It's not unless catastrophe hits, where there's going to be a worthwhile pay per view this weekend, um, which is awesome. And uh, I'll be in the nosebleeds watching it.
1: Uh, question from Antoine: Before you guys get into to it, how do you feel about the card overall pre breakdown? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, I think that at, that's right?
0: kind of where we're going right now. The cards. I think the cards good. Mm-hmm. I, I think. I think top to bottom. I, like I said, I think it's got enough depth on it where. You know, if we lost a main card fight, mm-hmm. you know, for his Jeff Neal fight fell down or it fell out, or, 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 especially the Anthony Hand just fight, I, I think you could move a couple of the prelims into a spot on there and yeah. and it'd be successful. You okay. know, there, it's a, it's eight nine nine fights deep, yeah. I, I believe on this card.
1: I mean, I, I definitely uh, just before we started recording, I was telling Matt on the on the you uh, know the early prelims, the Fight Pass prelims, there's a fight on that card. Um, it's the very last it's the third fight on the card for the for the fight pass prelims josh quinlan versus danny barlow i've spoken to danny barlow quite a few times um he fought under uh, uh one of the promotions that are under uh, one of the places i work at Spectation sports that's a guy that you don't want to sleep on i mean he's he's been looking to itching to get into the ufc and, and show show off what he's got if you if you didn't see his contender series fight you you, you get a hint of what he's gonna to bring to the table there, I could see that that guy easily coming from the early prelims main card and then a pay per view at some point. Seven and zero. Yep, it looks like seven Mr. and zero hasn't heard of him. Yep. There it
0: is. So, uh, so yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, like I said, the right now a couple of the prelims that jump out at me, obviously it was supposed to be Amanda uh, Lemos and um, Tatiana Suarez. You know, mm-hmm. I. I'm a fan of Suarez. I, I think most of us are disappointed that fights seem to fall out, uh, unfortunately quite a bit for her uh, with injuries. So hopefully she recovers, but you know, uh, Mackenzie Dern stepping in Dern took it on, on the chin uh, in her, in her last fight. Um, but, you know, we know what we're going to get with her. We know at least she's going to go out there and make an effort and, and her jiu-jitsu special. So there's a chance you're going to see something kind of crazy right. and, you know, She's not. It's not. You know, she's not going to back down, which is a uh, uh, good because Lemos is a uh, you know stand in front of you kind of fighter. So should make for a good fight. Um, you know, I don't necessarily even have a pick on that one. Dern scares me because anytime she can't get the takedown, she's she can become a punching bag. Although she does potentially have kind of a big overhand right, just a little bit wild. Kind of you know, i don't want to say Chuck Liddell style because that's kind of you know she's not knocking people out like Chuck Liddell, but same kind of like just a winging overhand right that that kind of Chuck Liddell would throw back in the day. Um and and then the the heavyweights, you know, Justin Taffa and and uh Rogério de Lima yeah. to me is is a fight that uh is likely to end in in some kind of highlight.
1: Yeah, and I feel like lately the the uh, pay-per-views, especially the 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 prelims anyway, they seem to be they they haven't I want to say the last few have not been disappointing, you know, like maybe the pay-per-view portion especially when you get to the co-main main event. They kind of get a little, you know, decision-y and, and not as, or I don't want to say controversial, but it just, you know, I'm, I'm me and Matt are, we're, we're we like finishers. And um, there are very few, there's a few cards that, that produce high numbers of finishes, but usually lately the pay-per-views, the prelims have been super fun to watch. I actually get, I, I, do, I still get excited for those when they're happening.
0: Well, and I think the reason you're able to get excited for a lot of those is because it's pay-per-view, especially the pay-per-view prelims, because it's, there's a big crowd. There's people there. It's not the Apex. It's not quiet. It's not just yeah. the, the, the half percenters that can afford to spend $1,000 to go sit <laughs> yeah. and watch a, a, a regional card. You know, unless, so
1: Unless you enter a slap fight contest, uh, you buy tickets for slap, and then you get entered to win seats with Dana White at the pay-per-view, as long as you make sure you let them know you watch slap.
0: Yeah, didn't didn't catch Slap Five, didn't didn't catch that one. Uh, maybe maybe will someday, but uh, missed it missed it this past uh, weekend, or <laughs> whenever it was. Um, but you know, let's let's move to the main card. Uh, do you have the graphics yes, ready? I there do. Ed,
1: actually, I, I that's <laughs> one, I'll get those up right now. Hold on. Um, it's trending. Wow, it's actually on the UFC's uh page ufc.com and not a slap not a slap uh, promo so that's good to that's a good sign here we go yes 298 here we go Volkanovski versus Topuria
0: all right now main let's uh, let's get into the challenge that is the UFC website with their <laughs> with their fights here main card kicks off Anthony Hernandez Roman kobe uh hernandez 11 and 2 copy 12 and 2 um good fight fun hernandez fight is the
1: lfa uh, guy right yeah
0: yep got a uh,
1: LFA?
0: i believe so he's been around for mm-hmm. quite a while in the ufc as well um mm-hmm. yeah i uh I, I like this fight back and forth banger um it's kind of hard to pick. Uh, I mean, I'm honest. Uh, I I lean Hernandez. Um, He's got the better wins. And uh, I I think he's going to win. I actually think he's, I think it's going to be a back and forth fight, but I, I I think we either get a real exciting decision or or perhaps like a late, you know, second round, you know, mid third round, you know, somewhere in the third round finish for Hernandez, Uh, perhaps some ground and pound after, you know, just kind of beating him up. I think it's going to be a lot of back and forth in this fight, though. I think both Mm -hmm. guys are going to get tagged up well.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you on that one. What are the odds on? I want to see if that they don't have odds up for them. So let's move on to this fight is actually one I'm really I'm actually kind of more excited for this fight. Murad DeVasvili against Henry Cejudo for obvious reasons. I, I I am a fan of Cejudo, but on his rise up as a when he was in the the flyweight days and then uh you know Devashvili's a, a Matt Sarah guy and I just spoke with um. One of the fights that we got going on this weekend on Spectation Sports, Mecca 21, Devin Lozay, who's a flyweight, uh, trained with Vili like two weeks ago at 10th Planet Las Vegas and said, uh, you know, the guy, talk about pressure. Um, you know, this guy, Vili is one of those guys, and I, I'm just a fan of his uh, constant pace when he fights. Um, I'll let you go first before, I mean, I think folks know where I'm leaning, but I'll let you go. And...
0: No, this is a cool fight. Um yeah. Henry Cejudo, you mentioned LFA the last time. He's from Legacy. He, he had one of his early fights in Legacy before there was uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, the merge between Legacy and uh, Resurrection Fighting Championship mm-hmm. uh, creating LFA. Um, the, uh, and and Davish, Davishvili um, is cool because we were kind of on his bandwagon a long time ago with him, with him being from your neck of the woods. Um, it was early in his UFC career that uh, I think both of us really noticed that there was uh, something different about the guy. So yeah. the fact that we've kind of got to watch his rise up and although he's beat some guys like Aldo and some guys that I didn't necessarily want him to beat uh, his, his persistence in that cage is something that is uh that is really on another level uh up until this point mm-hmm. um this is really the test of like i mean this is like the ultimate test for him I would imagine he an olympic wrestler mm-hmm. um, a, a former two division u f c champion uh i mean this is a chance to really kind of vault himself into uh, a different level of stardom um and really demand a title shot to you know with Sahudo's name out there and mm-hmm. and you know how many people know him so Um, I don't think this is going to be like a fight. You're going to want to watch on replay a bunch of times over and over again. I think there's going to be some grime to it. I don't think there's, I don't think it's going to be real pretty. I don't see like, I don't think anybody's getting knocked out. I think it's going to be a test of wills and I'm going to go with Dashvili, uh, because I don't know if Cejudo, I don't know where he's at mentally. I don't know. You know, first time not fighting in a main event for him for in a long time. Um, he's already talking retirement if he loses. If that's already in your head, mm-hmm. I wonder kind of where you're he already at. He
1: retired, yeah. yeah. And he's,
0: you know, he's already retired once, so there was already a time where he felt like he didn't really want to hang around anymore. Um, I, I I just think that the pressure uh, from Murab might be too much. I, enough to win two out of three rounds. Um, and perhaps even get kind of beat up for a round, perhaps have a round where he gets reversed and gets taken down. And, and you know what I mean? Like there, there to me, like there's that, but I think for the most part, there's going to be a, a, a lot of, uh, a a lot of, you know, clashing, wrestling, takedown attempts. Um, I do favor Sahuda with his punch. He's proven it more. Uh, but I just think, uh, I think Murab, I think Murab pulls off a not so spectacular, but I think he pulls off the win here. Yeah, uh, shout out to
1: Nolan King dropping donuts in the comments. From um, Antoine actually asked a really good question here. How did you guys feel Henry allegedly firing his coach on camera? I, w- I wanted to bring that up, so I'm glad you did. Thank you, Antoine. He said it was a prank, but come on. Yeah, I mean, it It, it was weird to even do it. I don't understand. This is the thing that bothers me about Cejudo. His, his social media, like, I don't know if he's trying to be funny or what, but I mean, when you have a platform like that, I... Suppose you're going to be um, you're going to try to do whatever you can and throw stuff up and see what sticks. And uh, I, if that was a prank, I mean, I didn't believe it because they shot it. That's not something you do. You know, something like that. If you're going to fire someone from something that they've done for a long time, you don't want to make that public. That's number one that I, I didn't believe it. And then uh, to the, when I saw clips from Media Day, them walking in to do their stuff, um I saw he and Cejudo were wearing the same like track suits, and I'm like, okay, if you're not on the guy, each other's team anymore, why are you there? Why are you dressed the same? So, the whole thing is just um, it's just I don't understand it. But call it maybe I guess that's mental warfare on Sehudo's part. But I don't know. I mean, to your point though, Matt. I mean, shenanigans aside, when you look at the athleticism and skill of both guys, I don't think Cejudo is definitely the toughest test. Devos really has i feel like devas really can pull off a decision win um but you can never i keep thinking about when he when Tejudo beat um uh was it marlon Moraes that he beat with the torn uh ankle or, or messed up ankle uh he was he fought with an injury and and won convincingly and 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 that's olympic stuff olympians do sh- shit like that not not you're not even pro athletes don't do stuff. like there's athletes that get hurt and they're like i'm done i'm like and and this guy hides an injury that that you can't really walk with and and you know that's olympian stuff so it's this is the fight again like of all the fights on this pay-per-view this is the one that i'm kind of most excited to watch um but i'm with you i i I think devosh really can pull off a decision i don't think he finishes him
0: yeah, it, it's one of mine. I, I don't know if it's the most, the one I'm looking most forward to, just because I don't think it's going to be the most exciting fight, but mm-hmm. I think it, it has the fight that there's a lot. I mean, other than the title fight, I kind of think that this one has, this is the most important fight on the card, um, as far as what can, you know, what where the winner goes from here. Basically, it's title shot for the winner. Yeah. I, I think, I think that's pretty fair to say uh, for both of the guys. So, Uto's not going to take another fight against the top contender? Looks like I mean, the odds are kind of with yeah. us. It looks like about a two to one favorite um, according to the current odds on the UFC website. Um, yeah, Which you know we'll like see. we'll see. Fighting. it's it's a meaningful fight. It's two guys that I'm glad they agreed to fight each other. Mm-hmm. Um, this fight could have been a fight that never happened. You know what I mean they they could have easily kind of sat on the sideline, picked an easier fight or even waited for title shots, really.
1: Yeah, this is like an old school like I feel like this is like just this is actually there's number two and number three. Uh, the UFC rankings and and it's just like it's something that we would have seen like 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 the, on the Fox era of the UFC when fights that mattered happened. Like this is a fight that really matters. It's not it's nothing drummed up from popularity or social media. It's just two guys that literally are ranked right next to each other and fuck it, they make them they make them fight and I love it. <laughs> Jeff Neal versus, versus Ian Machado, Gary. Um, I mean this 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 is talking about social media stuff. Gary's uh the favorite, and Neil's uh, plus two hundred underdog um in this fight. Um, I'll let you go with your breakdown on this. I I I'm, I'm kind of split on it. So
0: I am uh I'm going with Gary uh to win. I think he's gonna win by knockout. I think he wins by knockout in like the late later in the fight. Um, I uh he's undefeated um so that carries some weight with me cuz you know you're undefeated you know especially when you get to 13 and 0 and he's got um you know some good wins in the UFC already um Neil went tough uh, against rakhmanov in his last fight um at UFC 285 um seems like a while ago now um and he also has some nice wins. I, man, I did, I think it's good. I think this is like the first fight in, in a sense. I think you're going to get two guys in there. Who's there's going to be a lot of opportunities for both guys to hurt each other. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just going to be a matter of, of think. I like Gary's size. Um, you yeah. know, he's got he's got some size. Uh, which I think is well, going to pay because like
1: reach advantage and
0: you know I think he's going to throw a lot of straight punches. And I think that that reach is going to come into factor. Mm-hmm. I, I just we're gonna find out if he's kind of special, you know what I mean? When you're when you're thirteen and zero and you're fighting a guy like Neil, the, to me that this is gonna tell kind of the story of of Gary. You know, um, we've also we've brought up other cases where kind of the youngster, you know, the up and comer fights a guy that you know, is a little bit of a step up and yeah. get squashed and, and has to rebound. So, I mean, this, there could be a tale of two stories, the minus two forty five money line for Gary kind of is where my head's at. Um, I, like I said, I'm thinking, I'm thinking early third round TKO, maybe a doc, even a, you know, just, I think there's going to be some damage on both guys, but yeah. I really, I really think that Gary probably pulls this one out. Uh,
1: yeah, I think he, um, I mean, they have, the, they have some stats on the website where they, they show their, their wins win by stats and, and, the decision is what I'm thinking for Gary, just because of uh, what what Neil brings to the table. Because again, you know, this is like you said, this, this could be a guy that could shut him down because he's got the experience to do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, Rakmanov took to the third, you know, late into the fight to to be able to finally secure a choke win in that fight. So mm-hmm. uh, we move to the main event. I think this is the fight I'm most excited for. Um,
1: Whitaker and Costa. Hopefully.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I, you know. Costa's is not going to put up a, I don't, uh, for me, Costa is like a pride fighter. First of all, take that, <laughs> take that, take that. However you want to take that. And, uh, uh, so, and you know, like I got to see him fight Romero. So that fights in my mind always as a bat, just a back and forth, um, uh, a back and forth, you know, brawl. Um, I saw, uh, Whitaker, uh, and Romero fight actually too. Um, also a good fight. The, uh, the one where Whitaker, uh, one more, uh, convincingly the second fight. Um, I, I just think that this fight is just a, again, a fight that I didn't expect to see necessarily. Um, maybe it's because Costa doesn't fight a lot. It doesn't seem like, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. uh, but I, I just, to me, this is a fun, Yeah, like you said, it's kind of a pride fight for me. It's all, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, basically Australia versus, uh, brazil and uh (laughs) yeah i just i i I think it's gonna be cool so uh i i'm I'm gonna pick whitaker just because i think he's a better mixed martial artist and i think i actually think he won the last fight he had with adesanya um and could have became a multiple time champion uh but costa brings some craziness and uh and and wild man and and a punch that uh I I think makes this just a fun fight. And, but that's the um, thing. Though, like,
1: like like depending if, if you pick Costa, if, if you're gonna be if what look at these odds again because if if you're a betting person, and he's plus one seventy, so you say you want to do get that plus one seventy of so some underdog parlay you're trying to do, like Costa the Costa's the guy that could win it for you or he could fuck it up because it depends on the on the Paulo Costa that shows up when the cage door closes that night and you know like you you, you know. Like, you know, I feel
0: like power. if I was going to bet on him, I would just bet on Costa to win by knockout. Mm. Like I, I, that's how, cause I don't, I mean, he's not, I don't think he's going to submit him and no. I don't think he goes three rounds and wins the decision. Yeah. I just, I, I, I don't not, I don't, I don't, I don't, I know he did against Romero in a very, very close fight, but I don't, I don't necessarily see that. So I kind of feel like the only way he does it is if he clips, if he clips Whitaker and yeah. kind of puts him on, a, you know, Uh, on easy street and then eventually you know catches him and and finishes him on the ground but uh yeah that's that's you're
1: you're going Whitaker. i'm going whitaker
0: i'm going whitaker just Mm -hmm. i just i just think he's a bad dude you know
1: yeah yeah no i'm with you there i agree um and then the main event oh boy volkanovsky versus topuria man oh man
0: you know, you, you know, it's, you know, it's a pretty good card and it's, there's some good decent matchmaking when the hardest fight to make pick is the, uh, is probably the main event.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, yeah. Or at least the hardest one to, you know, you know I, I don't, I, it, it's a good sign. I mean, it, you know, you're looking forward to something. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, he, he, that's a very good point. Uh, uh, about the, uh, him coming off mm-hmm. of his loss to DDP. So we'll, chain, that, that, uh, yeah, we'll chain, see. Yeah. We'll see how he recovers. That's a, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting back to the main event, fourteen and zero Topuria, twenty six and three Volkanovski. Um, man, uh, you know, I I've seen Volkanovsky fight a bunch. Uh, luckily, I've seen him yeah. fight uh, Holloway and Ortega, and and uh, even going back to when he fought Mendez. Uh, so I've been lucky and, and seen his rise to kind of this, and then some of his great you know title defenses and title wins. Um, But he's had two losses in a row yeah. to Islam uh, Mahakchev at 155. Uh, the last one via head kick, essentially head kick mm-hmm. knockout. To Puria 14-0, kind of the wild man from Germany. I, I've been back and forth so much on this, and I just – I'm going to go with the champion. I feel like I've seen this in back in the day with kind of like Randy Couture uh, when he fought Gonzaga, for example. And I went—I know it's going aging, but you know UFC seventy-four and and uh, and feeling—you know—thinking that the new kid on the block was going to do it, and then you know he gets schooled. And I—I I, I don't know if we're going to see a schooling, but I—if we get vintage Volkanovski, I feel like we could. Um,
1: so my concern. My concern uh, with this fight for Volkanovski is that because, like you, you said, the first thing you said is I've seen him fight a bunch. We've all seen Volkanovski fight a lot, and um, that interview he did after the uh, the loss to um, Islam, you know, was very telling as far as like he's one of those guys. You know, you, you always hear about these having to protect these fighters from themselves, and he's he's one of those guys that. He's not gonna know when to retire. He's not gonna know when to stop because, I mean, he admitted that he just has to go. Like he's got to be training. He needs he needs a cycle of to be in camp and you know have a fight, a, a date signed up and all that stuff. So, he's thirty five. Um, and Tapuria is twenty seven. So thirty five is that you know in combat sports when you hit, you when you hit thirty you're like in your prime and you got to get some good years with Thirty five is halfway to forty. 40 is considered old for combat sports for pro sports altogether i think unless you're playing golf walking around or pickleball or with some other old man <laughs> shit. you know what i mean so <laughs> i'm 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 like um and 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 antoine's chiming in with it i'm extremely nervous for this main event and with every exchange and and that's what i'm trying to get my point is all the damage uh these high profile fights that wolkonoski climbed up and got to and then including the the islam ones i'm wondering how much of that damage he's carrying as at 35 into this fight this is going to be the fight where i think we see that either he's he's you know he hits a wall because he's doing too much or you know because he's had a proper camp and preparation may uh you know he shuts down th- uh tapuria like like you said matt so this is the fight that's going to tell us that um because i still have faith in i i really like volkanovsky I love you know how he came from rugby and and who Lord knows what kind of damage he got playing a sport like that and brought into MMA. So I don't know how his body's you know holding it together right now, but if he um if if he if he if he, if he can win convincingly at this fight, I think the Volkanovski that we all know and love is is still there and, and probably can get a third one in with Islam. But in the meantime, um, you know I, I'm I'm leaning Volkanovski. But uh, I mean, I I think uh, I think if if Topuria catches him with something that rattles his skull a little bit, it, it might it might lead to the end too. So it can go either way. But I, I want Volkanovski to win.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be close. I don't yeah. I don't I mean I I, I I brought up the kind of the you know old beating the the new, um, but uh, I don't necessarily think we're we're you know we're going to see Volkanovski spanking you know Topuria. <laughs> <laughs> in the cage. Yeah. Um you know, but um but I, I I I could see him going back reverting back to some wrestling and trying to you know, do some of that. Um but I I uh I, I you know, I I I'm going to go with Volkanovski winning a close decision actually like 3 rounds to 2. I think we're going to get one where you know, it's because there's going to be some rounds where he's going to look good. And there's some rounds where he gets beat up. And I think that that's where we're going to end up. Yeah, the
1: poor guy didn't get there because he's fucking we got cool tattoos. You know, he put in work and he showed us a lot.
0: Of oh, tattoos. no he doubt. No good. doubt. He I mean, like I said, I was on the him. fence. I, You know, two weeks ago, if we had done this podcast, I, I was leaning more towards him. I just, I, I just, as it gets closer, I, you know, I don't. I feel like we're, you know, Volkanovski. Although he's coming off those two losses out of his weight class, I still feel like we're talking about an all-time great. So mm-hmm. I, I don't want to sign him off too early. Yeah. Um, and and you know I, you know I so I, that's where I, I think we're at. So I, but it's exactly like you said. It's this is where we find out. I mean, he wins. He could win this fight and go on to win ten more in a row. He could lose this fight and his career basically is. You know, on a lifeline, you know, when uh, with three losses in a row, so um, you know, there's a lot yeah. to be told,
1: yeah. And if he, he says he would have to turn around and fight another killer, Anthony in, but
0: yeah, I mean, it never that's stops. The,
1: that's the that's what happens when you carry that belt around, man. You all, everybody, you
0: it, know, it's what just, happens when you carry the belt around and you're willing to fight. Some guys just carry the belt around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Especially in the in the ESPN era, UFC, you ain't fucking lying, boy. Oh boy, Ooh, you know we could, we could go off on quite a few characters with the uh, carrying belts around and not fighting for them.
0: I mean, you know, I mean, you figure Volkanovsky might be carrying around some damage, but he's not out there, you know, spearing, you know, people, you know, a <laughs> <Yep>. couple months <laughs> after a torn pack, right, or yeah. a torn tricep, or, or whatever something. the hell. <laughs> yep, yep. Or tor-
1: torn unicorn. Uh, uh,
0: something. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> speak, speaking of more fantasy shit, UFC 300 main event. Um, I was leaning Super Bowl. I thought the I I thought this, but then I, it dawned on me like there's no way the UFC is gonna spend that much money on a commercial. Um, not not anymore.
1: Uh, so those commercials were ass too. Not for nothing. Half the commercials told you to go online. <laughs> like like hey, here's, commercial. here's this thing. Go check it out online. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah but um, mm-hmm. but then we hear what yesterday uh, anymore. <laughs> from you know <laughs> uh during from howie Dana White, Mandel? Pa- <laughs> not howie Mandel, the one <laughs> man Dana White didn't want to talk to about yeah. uh you know the anything um <laughs> but uh, yeah, apparently they're gonna do it at the post fight press conference. Let me also say, I don't believe that. I believe it's going to happen during the pay-per-view broadcast. I think there'll yeah. be a surprise announcement. Um, yeah. yeah. Or here's the thing. If we get it at the post-fight press conference, like Dana White says, it's Belial and and Edwards. He just doesn't want to deal with the backlash of the entire, his entire yeah. pay-per-view being spammed with, you know, people complaining about it. Uh, but I still expect a surprise announcement in the you know at, at some yeah, point the
1: broadcast, yeah, yeah, like with the pay per view halfway through you know like they 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 do that a lot too they so did that. it
0: with Brock and and mark hunt at mm-hmm. at uh at one ninety nine um the event there uh I was there and they, they that came on the the screen, and I'm sure it's the exact same thing they showed on t v pay per view you know, and it was Brock basically coming back mm-hmm. um the uh so i I think there's something. Um, but I, I, I really, at this point, nothing, you know, I I just can't, you know, I think fight Oracle basically posted it best when he said the only thing that would make him excited is if it was Fedor. and you know, (laughs) at the, at this point, I'm kind of in that same boat, even though I really don't want to even see that. Um, like I, I just, I don't even know what, you know, I mean, Dana White's talking about how he can make a movie about this. We, I mean, either the big top. You know, Circus Vargas is at an all-time level, or or there's going to be a, a surprise announcement of a, you know, something that apparently will, you know, make people G- happy.
1: Like 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 it's not going to be like GSP versus Khabib or nothing. Like that.
0: No, I don't I don't <laughs> think we're going to get that, you know. Um, but you know, my prediction's always been Diaz and McGregor coming out of nowhere, but. Mm. I, I felt like that would have been the one that they would have paid for a Super Bowl ad for because they yeah. know they can make it up with the McGregor money. Oh yeah. Um. Without that, that's why I it leads me to believe we're we're leaning somewhere else. Um,
1: Question from Antoine. Side note: If they were to make Jones versus Aspinall, who would you guys have? Hmm. I don't know, man. I I, I feel like John Jones has like a contract with the devil or something to do <laughs> <laughs> every time I, I think there's somebody that could beat him something like, we, like when he fought what's his name reyes you know i thought reyes had what it took to beat him uh, or not reyes um my head Ma, was it Maheta that that blew both his knees when he fought yeah
0: santos yep yeah uh, and
1: it's like, yeah. like i thought that guy had what it took and, I, and i'm watching him throw kicks and not spin you know not not pivot on the ball i saw when he tore up his own knees throwing kicks and i'm like what, what a pro fighter how did, how do you screw up your technique that you injure both knees in the like that's what i'm saying I'm, the dude's got got he, like you know he, it's like the 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 fucking the ghost rider shit you know like it's just it's weird to me yeah uh i, I, I all that to
0: say i i, 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 I i've paid to watch show. john jones a lot of times <laughs> yeah. but i, I He's not one of my favorite fighters. I think i probably made that clear on here. Um, I mean, there's Matashenko Jones, one of his first, I believe his first uh, main of event he ever did. I went to it in San Diego. I mean, I, I've been following Jones' career for a long, long time. Uh, I've probably seen him fight live close to 10 times now. But, uh, so to answer your question, I probably would pick Jones just because he wins every time. <laughs> but at yeah. the same time, like, I do believe that that everybody has one coming eventually. Mm-hmm. The longer you hang around, unless you dip out like you know Khabib at a fairly early age, and before you go through the Volkanovsky run per se, you know of of fighting every couple months and mm-hmm. and you know uh, not that's not to discount Uh mm-hmm. To me, again, another you know possibly best fighter we've ever seen, mm-hmm. but you know um level guy but uh I think Aspinall brings a lot of of problems to the table um mm. but I would pick Jones just because I've never seen him really lose and if I say that about you know the other undefeated guys I, I it's the same it's the same uh you know but um but yeah so um I don't know where we're at for the 300 but we'll we'll, we'll we should find out um fighters have not been given like their order forms for tickets i can confirm that um so usually that's given out like a, a week prior it sounds like tickets are going to go on fight club sale on on um on wednesday the 21st is what the most recent date shows uh so that would tell me that we would have to have an announcement for sure this Saturday by this saturday night um and they do they'll do a quick turnaround on pre-orders and then Jesus tickets will Christ go on sale Antoine,
1: making us feel old he's telling us he was born in 99 and found mma 12. what was it like seeing john go from 21 to 35 like that i'll tell you what, I, what 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 makes me feel old is i remember when he won the title here in newark and and the week that he had you know he stopped the crime that happened some lady some purse snatcher grabbed the perch and and uh, Jones was like warming up in the park, and, and he chased down the guy and held him for the cops to come. That was before we found out that he was into cocaine and running down uh, pregnant ladies and stuff like that. Because it was uh, it was when he beat um, Shogun for the title, so it's uh, it was uh, it was definitely one of the finer moments in, in combat sports, one of the better times in combat sports. That that um, it's, it's it's one of the reasons that it's hard to. Not want to watch John Jones. I think of stuff like that. I know about all the other stuff, but you know, like you said, with as far as asking for the pick too, like it's hard to pick against him. The guy has just done stuff that's uh, again, it's it's got to be some sort of uh, some sort of deal with the devil or something.
0: Jesus, in '99, what you were doing karate and I was (laughs) trying trying to avoid headbutts while training no holds barred. You know, with UFC fighters back then. God dang, that is a it's a flashback, but yeah, I mean, amazing career. Um, mm. You know, amazing career. Uh, I, that's what You know, I, feel like- I, I, I wish, I wish he would have made some other decisions that would have, you know, I wish he would have fought Saun in on short notice at 151. Yeah. Um, I wish he would have maybe even given Henderson a fight when Dan Henderson came back from his injury. There's a couple things that you know, and not that Henderson wasn't. You know, super high ranked. Like we we never got to see the him in Rumble. That was one I really wanted. You know, there were some fights that that I wish he would have done. I um I feel like he took some time off, due to you know, whatever reason it was. <laughs> um, or you know, uh, the Pico thing is weird. <laughs> um, although it moved to UFC from Vegas and to, yeah. you know, sixty miles up the road for me. So you know, I kind of thank John Jones for that one. But <laughs> at the same time, like. It's just, just some ups and downs, you know. UFC two hundred, we both bought tickets for that. You know, finding out Jesus at Christ. hour, you know, seventy two hours. About you a know,
1: changing summer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, so stuff like that. But for the most part, you know, his domination. Um, also, another reason he beat Shogun. You know, if you if you've ever go back or old shows or I don't know how long you've listened, but I'm, I'm Pride Never Die you know fedor shogun Vanderlei. uh those those are my guys so um you know any whoop shogun so it it, it was kind of hard to swallow but um i mean all-time great and you know i remember the fact that i've seen so much is amazing
1: yeah he's bringing up uh willis is bringing up his he's agreeing with you bring lost his nike endorsement could have been the michael jordan tom brady of mma yeah and I, I think we still kind of like need we need that guy. We need we need like the uh, American, like, cause we have you know, Khabib's obviously iconic in his own sense, but there it'd be nice to have him a homegrown American fighter that that can fit that bill. You know, Canada's got GSP. I'm just like, I'm, uh, who's our guy? It was Chuck Liddell. Yeah.
0: It was Chuck Liddell, Randy Couture. Those were the those were the American guys in the yeah. in the formative years of the UFC. Yeah, there's thirty um, for
1: thirty on them, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, well, Chuck and Chuck and Tito. Chuck and Tito. Um, Chuck and you know, but Tito wasn't exactly, you know, he wouldn't be your ideal poster boy necessarily. Not, not, not in 2024, certainly in 1998, 99, 2000, he was gold, but you know, not so much now. Um, uh, Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, you know, who's going to be the next one and, you know, American fighter, I'm sure that there's some out there we're just not thinking of, I mean, uh, but, uh, but yeah, we don't really have that icon, but it goes back to us complaining and again, and and us going back and talking about how the the UFC really struggles in my, in my perspective to create the superstars like they used to in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and I think that the logo UFC has taken over more than ever before the, what is actually taking more than takes over the guys in the cage. You know, when Dana, when Dana White's the most famous UFC guy, UFC person, um, that's, that's, you know, that, I yeah. mean, it's been that way for a while now, but it's, that it's just kind of like tells that for you a
1: while, but it's funny that, that, cause, uh, you just, you just reminded me and I wanted to mention it last week or it might've happened between last when we recorded last week and this week, you know, um, uh, Vince Russo has a podcast and he went off on this rant about the WWE and pretty much everything you said, like the, the wrestlers don't exist no more. It's just a brand. And you and I said that this is what they had to look forward to when they announced the TKO thing back last fall like we we knew this was coming for them so when i saw him do that and he said he, you know he talked about the corporate structure and everything i'm um, like you know the it's been like that for us since 2016 2017 already and it's just gotten worse uh, and uh, uh curtis uh chris curtis was just saying something on social media that i chimed in because he was defending uh out of and the heat that he's getting for taking some time off just to kind of check himself mentally and, and you know, just being the champion and fighting so much. Like, he deserves to take it. I, I personally like that he's doing that because then we'll all miss him. And when he comes back, it'll be fantastic. But, um, you know, his, people are giving Adesanya crap over that. And it's because of the era that we're in where if you do something like that, you know, the, where they, the brand outweighs the, what the fighter is doing and they're not the other way around. You know it's not like that in boxing like you don't hear people talking about man that top rank i gotta get me a top rank
0: t-shirt no exactly <laughs> you know exactly <laughs> you're gonna watch top rank tonight <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah no uh but that yeah exactly <laughs> i mean it's exactly that and <laughs> the mcgregor broke it mcgregor taught them to never do that again <laughs> I, I, yeah. it never let a fighter become bigger than the
1: UFC because Because
0: McGregor became bigger than the UFC. That's why he doesn't have to necessarily Mm -hmm. fight now. That's why he got to fight Floyd Mayweather. That's why he got to call all his shots. That's why he gets to fight who he wants to fight. That's why, you know, the only thing that surprises me is he hasn't forced a fight to happen in in Ireland. Um, But Mm -hmm. other than that, he basically calls the shots and the UFC, unfortunately, uh, or just doesn't, Doesn't like that. Never really have. But, um, you know, I mean, there was guys like we mentioned Tito in the past who really stirred the pot, but there wasn't the money going around now. You know, that was like that was arguing over like three, four hundred thousand dollars. Now we're talking tens of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars.
1: But even back then with the whole Tito, when Tito, Tito versus Dana thing happened, like Dana, Dana White brought that brings that up a lot because there's a lot of people. There's a lot of fighters that try to push that envelope. And and Dana White will bring that up and say like there's always going to be someone there's always going to be another Tito or another you know Conor or whatever but I I don't think he counted on on fandom becoming what it was with Conor like like I mean if I if was was uh, UFC 189 man in yep. Vegas that summer that that 2015 that was I've never seen anything like that in my life and then that and then when he when he came to the Garden it was the same thing in New York City. For UFC 205, but when, he, when he won against Alvarez, yep. it was just, it, I don't see anything like that.
0: I thought I was in Ireland. I tweeted out or I posted out on a forum. So when that event ended and I was walking out of that event, I, when that fight, first of all, I thought I was in Ireland when he beat Mendez at 189, yeah. you know, between Sinead O'Connor and, 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 and the crowd and the beers flying in the air when he won that fight. Um, and then 205 was on another level walking outside and they made the, uh, the, the uh, MSG they did in, uh, in the colors of the Irish flag. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, and, and it was cheering and chanting and singing. And uh, I mean, literally I felt like it was, I felt, I felt like I, I couldn't imagine really walking out of a vet in Ireland and it Just feeling any different.
1: Fifth and seventh and Avenue uh, yep. were like dead stop because of, because of the UFC's uh, coming, coming to town with him. Yep. So it's crazy. <laughs> no, the UFC's haters. <laughs> they don't like anybody <laughs> running away with a bag like that. Uh, maybe maybe when he's old. Maybe when he's, like, 70, they'll induct him to the UFC Hall of Fame if it's still around. But, yeah.
0: Well, until I see Frank Shamrock, Tim Sylvia, a <laughs> bunch of other guys that, you know, you can't – you can't That's, walk out. You can't. Stop. All you can do is judge him. What it happened when when re, when this events happened. You can't look back and go, "Hey, well, after he defended the belt three times, he lost four fights." He was a three time UFC heavyweight champion. You know stuff like that. So grudges be be held uh, with with the mm-hmm. UFC Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. um, there's a lot of guys that should be in there. There's a lot of guys recently that are getting in more because of I would say being company guys as opposed to necessarily having massive hall of fame resumes um in my world he would still be borderline if i'm being honest um in my world he would still have to win a couple huge fights to really solidify a hall of fame level but my level of hall of fame is probably higher than Mm. than a lot of people um to me, if he defended the belt like two or three times, yeah. um, and he, you know, if he had one more mega fight and one of you know, then we'll start talking. If he beat John Jones, he would be an instant Hall of Famer. Obviously. Um, If he beat Aspinall he, uh, and, you know, maybe Pavlovich, um, mm-hmm. maybe those two guys, he becomes an instant Hall of Famer. But to me, like, he would have to. I don't see anybody that he's going to beat in MMA if he fights ever MMA again that's really going to add a ton to his resume where he's at right now. You know, Ryan Bader, everybody's going to say it's a 205-er who's too old. Yeah. Um, and, and the uh, PFL guys, most people just don't know. Yeah.
1: And awesome marketing that they have there.
0: <laughs> yeah, that pay per views next weekend, by the way. Uh,
1: yeah, 24th. Man, this is not for nothing. There's a lot of fights this weekend and next weekend between.
0: Have they said how we watch that pay-per-view yet?
1: I, I think it's ESPN. I don't know. I know the zone is is a, one of the distributors. Um I have to look at the last uh, the last press release for Belfast, so no, I, I don't know what they're using. I can't
0: remember. no, it was the the Bellator. Maybe you're right. Maybe it was through ESPN pay per view, but Bellator we were waiting for a broadcast US
1: announcement. Broadcast, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: and yeah. that has not come No,
1: no, I'm uh, pretty sure yet. it's gonna be Fubo Sports, but we'll see.
0: Nice. All right, well, I think that about does it. Uh, we do have a couple other events this weekend though. Um, BKFC prospect series Friday, uh, Fubu sports, YouTube, BKFC app free everywhere. Uh, so Friday night, uh, tailgating prior to UFC, you've got BKFC and we've got one Friday night fights. Um,
1: one champion
0: some really good, uh, Muay Thai been. and kickboxing card, uh, you know that's and those fights are always fun. I don't necessarily know what's going on with one right now, um, especially with the North Cut thing coming out and about half of their roster, of their most famous fighters liking uh, his his <laughs> his takedown of one championship was kind of odd, uh, but uh, but the but, product yeah, aside is good, awesome to watch. Good
1: primer for uh, on Friday night, 8 p.m. Amazon Prime. Um, make sure you use our link to sign up for Prime if you don't have it. And uh, uh, again, I mentioned the Mecca 21 from Ignite Fights Saturday. I know a lot of folks will be watching um, the UFC, but if you feel like watching a little, watching the future, some future guys come up in this sport, uh, Mecca 21 is on Spectation Sports, it's, and you could see some of my content there. I interviewed the flyweight, va- vacant flyweight title on the line there, and I interviewed one of the contenders, Devin Lozay, so please check that out when you can.
0: Absolutely. Fans can check out the show at Combat Hour on Twitter, Coast to Coast Combat Hour on Instagram. Follow me, Matthew Hawkins, at MMAHawk21 on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Ed at Carbizal on Twitter, Carbbeerzal on Instagram, Old Head Carb on Twitch. Thanks for listening, everyone, and have a good night.